this finger right here, the, the pinky finger, right? Let's say um, everybody nowadays, everybody, everybody you know who has a, a baby boy is cutting it off right there. <gasps> Now, one question. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be talking about circumcision for boys or circumcision for girls or circumcision for both? That is a very good question. And I suppose we can talk about any of those. Um, I guess you can have you can have the pick on what you'd like to talk about. We can talk about all three. We can talk about just one. Okay. Uh, like you said, I can start. Yes. So, um, circumcision, mm, to cut or not to cut? Well, personally, I believe um, people should have their children, especially their boys, circumcised. Apart from the fact that we have um, a lot of health benefits and also if you're you know, more inclined to religious reasons. Uh, if you wait, the pros actually outweigh the cons, like the advantages outweigh the disadvantages of circumcision, mostly health-wise for the boys. And it kind of, um, in the long run, helps them not to feel different from like, other boys, like, you understand what I'm trying to say? Okay. Helps them not to feel different from other boys when it comes to uh, how their penises look eventually. Okay. Um, I'm just going to kind of repeat back to what I what I think that you said, and you can tell me if I um, kind of understood what you meant. And uh, if I get something wrong, just uh, feel free to stop me right away and correct me. Um, so it, it sounds like we're saying for, for males uh, to be circumcised that there's a, a lot of health benefits. I think yes. you mentioned early in life it can prevent infections, I think you said? Yeah, urinary tract okay. infections, UTIs. Okay, UTIs. And, and I think, I don't know if this, I think maybe you meant later in life uh, regarding STDs that, that it can help prevent those, okay. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it can help like prevent the uh accumulation of some bacteria that might cause it um STDs later. Okay, that bacteria. Is, yeah. Those okay. bacteria can hide in the foreskin and you know Okay. So bacteria in the foreskin can cause like an infection of some sort. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And then uh you also mentioned for religious reasons. Um, I think you were specifically talking about boys for religious reasons. I mean, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So I guess let's, um, if you don't mind, we can concentrate uh, more on the, the male circumcision. Okay, um, so if you have questions, you could. Yeah, yeah, so I guess I would, of these reasons, so I think you had the, the health benefit reason for males, right? And we'll be talking about males, so I'm not going to specify all the time here, but um, 
So yeah. the health benefit no for the uh, the religious uh, benefit, and I think that that was really your two reasons, right? Religious, and then we had the um, the health, right? We had those two reasons. Um, which one do you? What's the best way to word this? Um, for for you personally, which which reason is more important? Like, let's say mm. one reason, just um, for whatever reason, that was just put to the side, and you didn't think that was a good reason anymore. Um, which like which one is more important? Oh, to me, it's health. Health. Okay. Excellent. Then we can concentrate on talking about the the health then. So how did you learn about the health benefits of circumcision? Well, um, I had to read up on it. I had to read articles. I had to read um, some some medical publications concerning it. Okay. So yeah, I learned about it. Coupled with the fact that I, I'm kind of like in the medical field. So I'm a biochemist. Oh. Okay. So, yep. Okay. So those things are things you should actually know about and be very conversant with too. Got it. With regards to these articles that you read, if you were to find out, I don't know how many you read, um, but let's say the some of them you were to find out that they were maybe the tests that or the the studies that they did. I'm, I'm assuming they were kind of like a study um, yes. regarding it. Okay, if you were to find out that the study that they used uh, used a method that was unreliable. Uh, would that lower your confidence that uh, male circumcision is something that has a health benefit? Uh, I would say no. Okay. I would say no because um, you, you can't use just um, word of mouth word to judge mouth. something. Okay. You understand what I'm trying to say? You can uh, use just word of mouth to um, justify something. This circumcision and um, its health benefits, these health benefits are things that we've seen over the years. You understand? We've seen boys get circumcised and we've seen how it has, you know, improved their self-image eventually you've seen how it has you know helped them to take a hygiene of their penises very seriously we've seen how through taking those uh, hygienic procedures it has helped them to um be able to prevent some of this infections that come with having a false skin. So I wouldn't mm. use word of mouth to judge. If they dispute those journals today, uh, it wouldn't make me change my beliefs in circumcision. No. Okay. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not okay. So I think we I think you gave a few more reasons. So you said word of mouth uh, to justify circumcision. I'm a little bit confused on that. We're going to I'm going to come back to that though. Let's put that on the back burner just for a quick sec. Um, you said like over the years of um, boys having circumcisions, um, did you kind of mean like because we've kind of always been doing it, we should continue to do it? Is that kind of what you meant? Yeah. Or... <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe I was reading between the lines a little bit, but I heard you say um, over the years. Was that like over the years like studies or over? Can you elaborate a little bit? Thank you. Over the years I've seen uh boys mm -hmm. get circumcised mm -hmm. and seeing um circumcised grown men too okay it's not really affecting the it's not really affecting the value of your life it's not really, okay. really affecting you know okay it's not really it's not really affecting you in a wrong way so there is no point uh if there's no point disbelieving the benefits of circumcisions when you've seen that it actually does more good than harm plus the rates of successful circumcisions to probably botched circumcisions are higher so okay okay if if you were to let's say there was some articles that were published this is just hypothetical but let's say there were some articles published and they said that there was um, an actual decrease in, um, let's say, the satisfaction that a man can receive. Uh, would that change your mind that there's no negative effects due to circumcision? No, that's... that's. <laughs> No. No, that wouldn't. No, wait. <laughs> okay, okay. Mm, that will make me skeptical a little. A little bit. It will, it will waver my beliefs, but as long as there are no clinically proven tests to actually show that mm. it does, I'm not going to believe it. Is, is there a way that we could test that to see? Is there a test we could conduct? I'm sure that um, science has evolved to a level that there's virtually no experiments that cannot be carried out. I don't think there's an experiment that, that can't be carried out. I mean, for crying out loud, they do sleep studies. They are sleep labs. So if there can be sleep labs, there obviously can be uh, a kind of laboratory procedure or medical procedure that they carry out to, you know, check uh, whether circumcision affects, you know, male sensitivity. Sure. Well, I doubt it if it is, if it really if it affects because when you read upon those articles, you would see as part of the help, um, as part of the benefits that that circumcision helps with um, hmm. sensitivity and stuff. 
Okay. But if there was a way to test, let's say there was a way to test this. Let's say there's a whole new uh, study done and they bring like a whole bunch of uh, men who are planning to get uh, circumcised. Either, you know, they're already planning on it. They already want to do it. No bad ethics or anything. They're, they come in, they bring that whole group in, and then they have a control group who are, um, you know, not circumcised, let's say. And then um, they, they do the test, and, and let's say the ones who are uncircumcised have like a baseline of like 70. I'm just going to throw a number out there. And then the um, other ones, they, they have a baseline of 70, and then they have their procedure done. And after, let's say, that 70 goes down to a, a 50, let's say. So not a, not a huge, huge drop-off, but significant. And they, um, they conduct that study, and you know it's conclusive that there is that 20-number like 20, 20 drop-down. And obviously, I'm just making these numbers up for the hypothetical. But if that were to come out and you were to, to read up on that article that they published in the study, uh, would that affect your confidence level that circumcision is, you know, a, a good way, good path to go, go down? A good mm. thing? Uh, speaking from the, the um, speaking as a lady, mm -hmm. as a lady, I wouldn't want anything to affect the sensitivity of my mind. So, uh, no, no circumcision. Okay. All right. So, I guess that would be considered, that would be a way for you to, if you were to find that out, that would change your mind. That would be uh, kind of like a, a, a test that... A deal breaker. A deal breaker, exactly, okay. What if you were to find out that um, if males are able to, if they're taught from a really young age about the cleanliness of, um, of keeping their parts clean, let's just put it that way, if they, if they do that regularly, I don't know how often, let's say twice a day or something. If they're uh, taught from a really young age that everything needs to stay super, super clean, if the rate, infection rate among boys who are circumcised and ones who are uncircumcised but also stay really, really clean, if it's statistically nearly identical, let's say, would that be something that would... Uh, lower your confidence that uh, circumcision is something that um, is a really good thing? No, no. It, it will lower my confidence, but it will make me more, um, a little bit accepting of uncircumcised guys if I'm not going to look at the religious aspect. Do you understand? Okay. Yes, I understand. Because in this part of the world, in this part of the world, religion matters a lot so if i'm going to talk as someone from here uh, clean or not clean you are getting caught but what you said now speaking from let's say someone from the western world say in america for example if uh boys can be thought at an 
early age that you have to keep your parts clean to avoid um, infections, mm-hmm. circumcised or not. It doesn't really matter as long as the bottom line is keep it clean. Mm-hmm. That's just the bottom line. Sure. Okay. Um, you, you mentioned, you brought up uh, religious reasons just now. And I'm kind of curious, uh, is that something that affects your belief that circumcision is a good thing? Is that, is that something for you personally that you, you believe? Hmm. Yes. It is. Interesting. Can, can you fill me in a little bit on the details of that? How does that work? Okay. Um, Christians and Muslims believe in circumcision. It has to do with, uh, if I'm going to explain, because I'm a Christian, so I think I can say more on uh, that part. Circumcision is, if you read your Bible, kind of like a covenant between God and um, Abraham in those days, in the Bible days, mm-hmm. and that covenant extends to all Abraham's children. And Christians, generally, we claim uh, to be of Abrahamic descent. Mm-hmm. So we believe that up till now, that covenant still works for us. So mm-hmm. every, every Christian, every Christian, be strongly would choose religious reasons over health reasons but i have the religious reasons at the back of my mind but it's mostly because of the health of my child gotcha gotcha okay hmm if if you were guaranteed that, let's say you are, if you don't mind me asking, you don't have to answer this question if it's too personal. Feel free to just say I'd rather not answer. But um, are you are you a mother? No. You are not, okay. Then this is going to be strictly a hypothetical question. So let's say you become a mother of a, of a very healthy, beautiful baby boy, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was expecting that reaction. <laughs> okay, let's say you are going to be this absolute rock star mom, okay? And I'm sure you could be. But and let's say that um you do an absolute you could do an absolute awesome job um instructing this uh this baby boy to to clean his parts and it, they're they're going to be it absolutely guaranteed that he's going to do what he needs to do to clean up and it's going to be he's going to be clean he's going to he's going to be washing like 30 times a day you know he's going to be taking showers all the time it's going to be ridiculous boys do that (laughs) but let's uh, it's a hypothetical let's play 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 with me here all right just uh go go along with the hypothetical he's going to be clean he's going to be very very clean So, so you got this baby boy He's going to be completely, he's going to be very clean. Do you, 
do you get him circumcised knowing that he is going to be so hygienic it's he's going to be obsessive compulsive hy, hy, <laughs> hygienic about this mm. the nigerian in me will not like that foreskin stay beyond seven days i'm cutting it even though you know that uh he's gonna be ridiculously clean just like washing up every chance he gets is it eventually if i don't cut it when he grows and begins to see maybe somehow sees someone else's private that um mm. has been caught he'll feel different he'll feel, mm. he'll feel very different and i i think it's going to affect him on a psychological level mm. so to, to avoid such stories eventually i'll just cut it mm. interesting okay so Hmm. Just to kind of fit, like if uh, he's taking a gym class or something, and they're they're changing into their gym clothes, they might see other something. other boys naked, and right? And he'll come home and ask, "Mommy, what is this?" I guess. <laughs> so to avoid such questions, eventually. Hmm. Hmm. They won't even remember. They don't. They don't have the memory. So. Right. Right. Okay. What if, about you? What about me? Mm-hmm. You You would like to know my position? Is that what you're asking? Yes. My position would be not to circumcise. <gasps> Oh well. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oh, you know, different strokes for different folks. All right. Well, are you caught? <laughs> Remember when I said that um, you didn't have to answer a question if you didn't want to? Okay. I'm gonna okay. pull that card. <laughs> I'm gonna pull that card. Okay. 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 <laughs> Um, I'm going to throw out another hypothetical. I think by now you know I love my hypothetical questions. So okay, I'm, I'm warming up to them. It's going to be a, a, a kind of like an analogy. Now let's, uh, and it, so this finger right here, the, the pinky finger, right? Let's say um, everybody nowadays, uh, Everybody, everybody you know who has a, a baby boy is cutting it off right there. <gasps> right there. Everybody, you know, everybody's doing it. Like, everybody. You, you, your, your friend has a baby boy off with the little tip of the pinky finger. Your, your co-worker has a boy off with the pinky finger. It's been going on for the last 500 years. Pinky fingers all coming off, right? 
And if you don't do it, you know, your boy's going to grow up and in, you know, fifth grade, he's going to see other boys with, you know, with the tips of their, you know, right hand pinky, right? So do you have the doctor remove the the tip of the pinky? No, this is dicey. Okay. Um, hypothetically, if people begin to remove parts of their baby boy's um, pinky finger, mm -hmm. they will always have a reason to do that. Hmm, they're okay. There has to be a reason if people there start doing that. Reason. Okay. There has to be a reason. And being humans that we are, that reason will make sense to us. Just the way circumcision makes sense to many of us. Do you think? Because there's a reason. It's, it seems valid to some people. That's why they do it. Mm. But some people, it's not a valid reason. So they just don't. Eventually, it boils down to what actually makes sense to you. How do you process the reasons, you know, the reasons that um, were given for certain actions? How do you process it? Did you process it and it made sense to you? Fine. Did, did you process it and it didn't make sense to you? Just choose not to do it. But if it makes sense to you, you do it. Eventually, we all find, you know, a reason or an excuse to do something or to not even do it. So there's really no yes or no answer to that question. Do you think that someone can have a reason and it can make complete sense to them? Like they oh, can, yes. they can feel like they're completely correct. Yes. Would it not be truthful? We do things every day that seem right to us, but seem very dumb to other people. Mm -hmm. So it works like that. You, If you can convince yourself enough that this thing makes sense. For example, uh, if I can convince myself that if I drink this glass of water, I would, I'll be able to keep awake in the next uh, one hour. Mm -hmm. It will make sense to me because I believe that it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I will use the water like that and it will work for me like that. And there's nothing anybody would tell me that would make my belief waver. So as human beings, we always find something that we always find something that makes sense to us that we can hold on to. That thing that makes sense to us now um, helps us to kind of like make certain decisions. You could make those decisions make sense to you and be like, you know, screw the rest of screw the world. It doesn't really concern me as long as it makes sense to me. So that is how this thing actually plays out. It makes sense to some people to circumcise their children and they do it and there's nothing you would say to them that would you know 
wherever they believe. And to some, it really doesn't make sense. It's really not a big deal. And there's nothing you will say that will make it a big deal to them either. So. Mm. I really like your, your water example. So with this water example, you said if you drink it, it will kind of like give you energy and keep you awake for the, the next hour. Okay. So what if, if you truly believe that, which I don't think you do, I think that was just an example, right? This is an analogy. Right. Is there anything that could make you lower your confidence that that water would keep you awake for the next hour, that it would have an effect on your body. Hmm. If I really believed in it, I don't think so. If you, okay. Except something better comes up. Something better comes up. So like, what if I gave you an energy drink? Would that be something better? Now, my brain has read that as an energy drink. It expects the energy drink to do more than just water. Hmm. So it will cancel out the effect of the water. And I would automatically gravitate towards the energy drink. Okay. It's it's like this, it's like this, um, phenomenon that you call the placebo effect. Have you heard of it before? No, I'm not familiar with that. Okay, let me explain. Let me explain it to you. You have, uh, let's assume you have, uh, you know paracetamol? I'm, I'm, I can't really understand the word that you're saying. I, I do apologize. Okay. I'm trying to explain something to you here. Okay, I'm, I'm listening. I'm trying. Okay. I said that this whole energy drink water analogy. Hmm? Okay, I'm with you. Can be explained using this uh, phenomenon called the placebo effect. Oh, placebo. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, I have heard of that. Yes. Okay. So, you know you 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 know the basic um explanations for that possible effect right i think so so like let's say uh i give you a pill and it's just like a sugar pill but i tell you that it's going to make you feel all better and give you all tons of energy and cure any ailment you might have and then you take it and you do actually feel better but the pill itself didn't actually do anything right yep we're on the same page so that with your water example, it's like a placebo effect. You think that it's helping you. In reality, it's doing nothing. But the energy drink could actually do something because it's an energy drink. It has caffeine or whatever chemicals they put in there. Okay. <laughs> Are we on the same page? Yes. We're in agreement on that? Okay. Is Does that example apply to circumcision at all? Is there any parallels to that? Yes. There is. There is. There is. So circumcision could be a placebo? It could. It could. And 
not being circumcised could be the placebo too. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Do you think that before we do circumcision, we may want to figure out whether which one could be a placebo, if any? Oh, well, at the end of the day, it's not the baby's decision to make. Hmm. Okay. At the end of the day, it's not the baby's decision to make. But some people hold off till a certain age, say 13, mm -hmm. before they get clipped. Sure. Yeah, but that's um, kind of like a coming of age ritual passage. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're becoming a man. You're 13, oh. you're becoming a man. So uh, to mark the coming of age, you have to come and be circumcised at that age. So at that, even at that point, those boys that get circumcised at uh, age 13, it's not, or it's not, um, it's not a choice made by them. So at the end of the circumcision or no circumcision is not even in the hands of the person that is getting circumcised. Hmm. Do you think it's, it's not your decision to make? It's currently it's not the person being circumcised decision. I think we're kind of in agreement on that. But do you think it should be? Or do you think it the way it is 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 the way it should be? I feel the way it is okay because um I mean you can't you can't possibly explain to a baby right right uh, a baby can't understand right you right. can't explain to even uh even if you say you have to wait till let's say 10 mm -hmm. a 10 year old child cannot fully grasp the concept sure do you, do you even when what about that age 15 or 16. 15 or 16 will make that decision because uh, he doesn't want to, he will make the decision not to get it because he doesn't want to feel the pain. Mm. At okay. that point, they're already conscious of pain. Sure. So you see, if at all you want to circumcise your child, do it when that child will have no memory of okay. what happened. And I think you know I like my hypotheticals at this point, so I'm going to throw one more at you. Okay. And this one's going to be, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little, might be a little hard to wrap your head around it. So I hope you um, understand it because <laughs> it's going to be a little bit weird. So let's say, let's say you have this baby boy again. Okay. But uh, baby boys, instead of coming out and you know how babies are, they don't really know anything. They can't talk. They don't have knowledge of the world. They don't have a lifetime of experience. They're, they don't really know what's going on for the most part, right? Okay, they're babies. That's what babies do. But babies now are, in, the, in my hypothetical world, they are born with knowledge of everything. They're, they're just like adults. They can make decisions on their own and they can talk to them and it's, it's really weird, but that's how it is. 
So let's say they, they're born, your baby boy is born. Uh, do you ask him if he wants to be circumcised? Now, if he's capable of making uh, an informed, okay, if he's capable of making a choice, I would give him all the information he would need, both about the advantages mm -hmm. and the disadvantages. I would let him know all he needs to know about, you know, being circumcised and not being circumcised so that when he makes his choice, he'll make a very informed decision. At the end of the day, if you begin to, if he begins to have uh, regrets, Not, not my fault not your because phone. I yeah. gave all the information you needed. I. That's a satisfactory answer for me. <laughs> all right. Okay. You know, I think, I think we went. I went over. Any questions I can even possibly think of at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, you know. I want I want to ask one more, one more okay. question. Okay. I I'm not really familiar with which countries practice circumcision, which do not practice circumcision. I know what happens in the United States because that's where I'm from. But uh, I'm just gonna throw one out as an example. I'll pick, I'll pick Spain. Spain's a interesting country, right? So let's say in Spain, they do not practice circumcision. They, let's say it's even illegal. I, I, I don't know if it, I don't know for sure. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, speak. yes, hypothetically. So let's say hypothetically, you are born in Spain. That's where you were born and raised. You uh, grew up there forever, right? Right, And that's where you're currently living. Uh, is circumcision something that you are still in favor of as someone who grew up in Spain? Hmm. You'd be breaking the law one. Okay. So Maybe we'll change the hypothetical. Let's say that, uh, let's say it's still le it's legal, but uh, nobody really practices it. It's something that's pretty much unheard of. Like people don't really do that. I guess I would just be indifferent about it. Hmm. I would. I'll be indifferent. Uh, I wouldn't want to. In that in that case, it's something you would discuss with your significant other. Oh, okay. Yes, because if there's going to be a hypothetical big boy, mm -hmm. there has to be a hypothetical significant other. So this is not a decision that I would like to take on my own. So I'll run it, I'll run it by him. I'll run it by him. If he agrees with me, good. Now, if he doesn't agree with me, now let him have it. You're, I'm, I'm sorry, what was, I didn't understand that last, last part. If he doesn't agree mm -hmm. with 
circumcision, mm -hmm. then we'll do it. Then you'll do it anyway? No. No, you won't do it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were saying the opposite. Totally mm -hmm. understand. Okay. All right. Um, I said that that was my last question, but I think I'm going to ask actually one more and then I'll have one other statement. But my last question, maybe it's kind of two questions, but ah. so when we first started this conversation, what was your confidence level at for for being in favor of circumcision? Like on a scale from zero to 100, where zero is like, you don't really know, all you have are questions. 100 is like, circumcision is definitely, definitely the way to go, like right before we started talking. Oh. Uh, 100? I'll say around that, between 90 to 100. 90 to 100, okay. And what is your current uh, confidence level? Oh, I'm still very confident about it, so. Okay, so that same 90, 100 area? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And I think with that, the last thing I'm going to say is if you have any questions for me, uh, you can ask me anything you'd like to, like to ask. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to ask me anything if you don't want to, but I always like to give the opportunity for the people I talk to to, to ask okay. me something, if they want to. Okay. Um, why are you um, pro-uncircumcision? Sure. So the reasons I would have for being pro, pro not circumcision, <laughs> the um, would be, I think it should be the choice of each individual person. I don't think it's a fair thing to do to uh, a very young child, a, a newborn usually I th it happens with. And I think that it can have a desensitizing effect. I think that uh, that the foreskin can have an effect where it makes sexual intercourse less enjoyable. And then my other reason is I don't think there's significant drawbacks. I think that if the penis is the foreskin is kept uh, very clean that the the increased risk of stds or infections is is rather negligible compared to an uncircumcised or a circumcised penis i mean i, I do acknowledge there is a, a difference statistically but i think that difference is insignificant in the grand scheme of things mm -hmm. Well, in a way, you have your own point, and your points are valid. Thank you. It literally uh, makes sense to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. They make sense to you. They make sense to me too. They make sense to me too. But you know, um, this is something that 
This is a belief that has been etched at the back of my mind for years. So it's going to be quite difficult to just uh, get rid of it. Sure. If we were to, how would we figure out who's right between between you and me? You have your idea of what's right. I have my idea. If we were to try to determine who was right, what would be the very best way to determine that? There is no, there's no way. There's no way? Okay. Yes, because this is just a typical example of different strokes for different folks. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't think I'll uh, take any more of your time. You've been rather delightful. So thank you so much for talking to me. It's, it's been an absolute blast.